0: Prologue He was nine. It was his first morning in England, and he began to wonder if all English houses were like this one, large yet with small rooms, full of things that no one could use—armless statues, vases with lids to them, curtains as immovably draped as one of his mother's evening gowns. They had arrived the night before, and he had passed through the hall, wrapped in a blanket, and carried in his father's arms he remembered only the great front door, a heavy wooden door with a picture of a tree on it in colored glass. They had left him to sleep as long as he would, and someone had brought breakfast for him on a tray. Now, as he descended the stairs, crossing the half-landing which a bronze soldier guarded with his lance, he saw the hall below him, and his steps faltered. It was a fine morning, but the room looked as rooms do at twilight, dim and still. Instead of being papered, the walls were hung with embroideries stretched on frames, and between them curtains that covered—what?—windows? Doors? It seemed to him that they covered things people were not supposed to see. There was a single mirror with a wooden frame, and this frame of carved and polished red wood looked as if it had grown branches of its own— strips of wood shaped into leaves and twigs twined across the glass. Within this mirror he could not see himself, but an open door, reflected, and beyond it the beginning of the garden. The door stood wide, and he went through it, seeking the garden where he knew the sun must be shining. Then he saw the picture. He stood quite still, and he stared at it. It was a painting of a lady In an old-fashioned dress of striped silk, bright blue and gold, with a little gold cap on her head. She was holding a silver plate, and in the plate was the head of a man. He knew it must be a very good painting, because the artist had made it look so real. Nothing was left out, not even the blood in the plate and the white tube things in the man's neck where it had been cut from his body. The lady wasn't looking at the thing in the plate, but at him. She was smiling, and there was a strange expression on her face, dreamy, triumphant, replete. He had never seen such a look in anyone's eyes before, but suddenly he knew with an intuition that had in it something of an a priori knowledge, that grown-ups sometimes looked at each other like that, and they did so out of the sight of children. He tore his eyes from the picture and put his hand up to his...